I don't have an intro prepared. Welcome to Four Seasons and a Funeral. <laughs> I'm David. <laughs> Joining me are Charlie and Nick. Today is Season 2, Episode 21. We're talking about Northwest Passage of Fringe. Um, yeah, I get the, sh- the-, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a, uh, 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 I don't know, Ceno Alice currently guild. Uh, <laughs> fucking, oh, God. Oh, uh, hey, uh, I'm Charlie. You okay, buddy? No. How's it going there, bud? No, I'm not okay. <laughs> How's it going there, bud? Uh, can you guys tell the job hunting is starting to get to me? <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Couldn't have told. Couldn't have, uh, couldn't have heard it from anything here. <laughs> You've been job hunting? Y- yeah, constantly. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the, the, I was, I'm doing a thing where I have a graph where I, uh, just oh. like, oh, yeah, I'll graph out every application oh. I send and like what status is that? And everything is at just application sent. Don't That's, do the data is beautiful uh, thing. I mean, it, it just it just hurts. It's also nice. So I know which companies I'm applying to. So I don't double send. <laughs> no, which I think is always a send bad eight resumes to a company. Fuck it. They don't keep trap that, track that they've rejected me from one job. So I don't keep track if I've sent to multiple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. Anyways, fringe guys. <laughs> Woo! Happy holidays. Guys, yeah. What have you guys been up to? How are your holidays? Uh, audience, we're recording this um, a little bit after Christmas, so we're in a little bit of a festive mood still. Yeah, it's it's incredible that it's August right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nick, I don't know, you man. Monster. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute monster. Why am I a monster? Why August? Because we record these way in advance, of course. That way oh, we yes. have no idea what zany hijinks have been happening. Man, guys, I hear there's... Like, how's lockdown been going, you know, only for a month? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's really cool. It's really cool how we decided that we were going to record um, every single like episode of the podcast within a two week period from when we started <laughs> recording these, <laughs> and like we've just been like calling our shots. I can't wait to see if this whole pandemic thing actually happens. Man, I wonder who wins the election. <laughs> I can't wait for Joe Biden to announce that he's not running for president. Does someone get run over at a neo-Nazi rally, and then Joe Biden to announce he is running for president, and then win? That's that's my call. I I'll give you a hundred dollars <laughs> if that doesn't happen. Right <laughs> yeah, but how, how have you guys been? I guess you know what's more stressful than just like straight up moving houses, moving houses during a coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> that's Yay. my life. Oh, I'm excited to help you with that. Yes. <laughs> Take, very take your much time, thankful. I guess. We're are you? Oh wait, no, it's end of the month. Are you? I don't. Are you staying? At... Do you? Are you staying for another month at your current place? No, no, we no. So we hopefully get the keys at the end of this month, and then we're spacing out moving over like three to four days. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do boxes in the last days, just all the big stuff, and then we should be all moved in, and hopefully. Internet will be set up so I don't have to hotspot my phone for work because my vacation ends on Monday. <laughs> Yay. That sounds oh, so exciting. That's going to be a me. fun New Year's. 
kill me. Re- remember, oh man, I'm just remembering like trying to get internet set up um, in like past houses, and it's never fun. I have, so, I have luck. a, I have a rant on trying to transfer internet service. What? So what's your rant? Do it. I I called my ISP. So the situation I'm in is my girlfriend and I are moving to a different place, but we have roommates who are staying at this place. And so it was either I'm going to move the internet or I'm going to select a new ISP and just get new internet installed. I decided just to move my internet because I like the company I'm with and the plans were comparable. So I go with what I know. So I call them up and I was like, hey, I'm just information hunting. What steps do I need to take to to move it? And they're like, okay, well, what plan, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, okay, so there's going to be a, a movement fee of X amount of dollars. And I was like, but on your website, it says that you have free transfers. Mm-hmm. Like that's an advertisement for this plan. And she goes, <laughs> this isn't a transfer. Like laughing the whole way. And I was like, what? What is their definition of a transfer? If you're coming from a different ISP. Oh, that's okay. a transfer. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, there's a reason I'm asking these questions. Because mm-hmm. she was laughing the whole time. I was like, I, okay. You're the one with the information. So don't laugh if I don't know. This is why I'm asking you. And then I was like, okay. And for my roommate, like, I was like, what's the installation process? She's like, a tech will come in and won't enter the house. And there may or may not be work to do to activate the lines. And I was like, that, that tells me nothing. Tech will come, not enter your home, and they they might do something. I'm like, I I legitimately need to know because I work from home, and I I mm-hmm. need to know if I will have internet when this is like, I need to know the process, or can I just plug my modem in and be fine? And then I was like, okay, well I have roommates staying behind. Would there be an installation fee if they got a plan with you guys? Because you've already activated the lines, we already have your internet running right. through the house. She went, <laughs> nice try pulling a fast one on us, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm asking these questions as legitimate questions. Yeah. This isn't me trying to pull a fast one. I'm not trying to dupe you. I am asking these simple questions. And then I hung up. <laughs> so let, so let, let me let me get this let me get this straight. You so can you at least transfer your bill so that it goes like from your name no, under the no, internet no, to their name? No, no, just don't don't bother with this. Just get a new ISP and the, just get this, one of their starting no. plans and get a deal like I'm I'm assuming it was that one person because I called back to actually put in the move order and the mm-hmm. next one was much nicer. And that's literally <laughs> oh, the man. only did bad they, interaction you, I've had. Like, a, a link to a survey for that person? No, but they record all their calls and I hope they get a negative performance review. Who knows? You usually gotta wait till the end of the phone call to get those. This is the, this is one of those third parties. Like it's not been... The power it's move not... there, Charlie, was just to go, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> just... <laughs> no, Hi, the power I'm move in... was, hey, can I fill out a survey about you? <laughs> Hi, hey, I where to... do I... I want to fill out a survey. Please give me a survey. <laughs> Hi, where do I go to complain about the service I received today? Specifically you. Where do I go to complain about you and, and what's your, your name? And what's your employee ID, please? But like, have you ever, you've, you've had that interaction where you're talking about a, a topic that you have some knowledge in and the other person assumes that you're trying to like dupe them in some way. Like, you know how infuriating and quickly angry you get when that happens? David, yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I well, know yes, you but... know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. 
It was just, I was in a decent mood before that phone call, and I got off my phone. My girlfriend's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'll be fine. <laughs> it's it's just going to take me some time. I, I, I have to go and, and you know, just, just must, go scream outside for a little bit. I must venture to the angry dome. <laughs> <laughs> I must go and be angry now. Please me pray a cat. for me. <laughs> Pass me a cat. I must soothe my anger. So what have Yo, you been up to, Nick? The- uh i've been happy at home basically i had the first that doesn't christmas sound like it <laughs> i don't know it was really weird this was the first christmas where i wasn't home with my family mm-hmm. um like i didn't wake up at my family's house for um like christmas day which was really really strange uh, i did end up going in the afternoon and spend spending some time in their backyard Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a gift exchange in the backyard uh, by like a fire, which was like super nice. And um, sounds like, oddly you know, cultish. <laughs> ah, that's that's my family at all times. You guys know that. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, we do. My family's great and definitely not a cult, not at all. But it's like a cult that everyone wants to join, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> and Nick is in good health and is safe. <laughs> Stop this asking is Nick about talking. him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it was, it was nice. Just really strange. Um, really, really weird. Um, but Hey, uh, I, I, I got a new microphone. So now you guys are going to yell at me because this microphone is going to be terrible somehow. You got a new um, mic. You don't sound any different. Wow. Fuck you. Gaslighting isn't real. You made it up. <laughs> Fuck you guys too. I'm just going to start complaining about your mics, about how terrible they are. But they're not. Times. We sound they're, great. They're, they're trash. <laughs> Just like your internet. Look at all the settings that my mic has. It's incredible. Don't oh you dare. <laughs> I, I could do it right now. Don't 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 tempt me. Anyways, <laughs> why don't we read the TV guide for today's episode? <laughs> Yay. A murder investigation that may be linked to Thomas Jerome Newton pairs Peter with a local sheriff, played by Marta Plimpton. Semicolon. Walter dreads a return to St. Clair's. Semicolon. A visitor arrives from an alternate universe. What the fuck? This TV is guide. The worst TV guide. Mainly the... because it's trying to get information across in like the like least useful way possible. Did did they just not have enough space this week or something? Like was there a word count? Did Twitter come yes. out this year? Oh, and I don't were they know. trying to fit it into a tweet? Twitter's been did, out for a while to be fair. Did Twitter launch specifically Twitter on on May 6, 2010? Well, no, May 5th, 2010. This TV guide probably got printed a day in advance. Oh, oh dear. Do you want to know what happened at May 6th, 2010? Not if it's upsetting or sad. <laughs> Keep it light for God's sake. No, nope, Charlie, what happened? There was a, a flash stock market <laughs> crash, which like dropped trillions of dollars and lasted for 36 minutes. But I don't know how long it lasted or... Like what residual effects it was, right? Yeah, yeah. TV Guide ran out of money for ink that day. <laughs> <laughs> TV Guide, TV Guide somehow lost like fifty percent of like their investments, and the major market indexes dropped by over nine percent. Temporarily, one trillion dollars in market value disappeared. Ooh, that's, that's the uh... first result if you Google May six, two thousand ten. <laughs> Why? <laughs> So, as expected, we also see that this TV guide lost 9% of its of its information. Approximately yeah. equivalent to $1 trillion in value. 
And I assume Fringepedia is terrible this week as well. <laughs> nah. I don't know because be I actually watched the episode this week. Ooh. A wow, rare treat, really. I know. <laughs> I like this episode. This is a fun episode. This was it's a, a fun episode because it's Peter getting to do stuff, which Peter doesn't usually get to do stuff. And even on that, that front, he doesn't really do that much. Ugh. I mean, he does quite a bit, I think. Well, well let's, let's get into it and discuss, and we'll we'll discuss that as we come as we come through. Let's talk about the dumbest part about this episode: <laughs> this waitress. <laughs> why? Why? Why is this waitress dumb? <laughs> I I have something against mixtapes. <laughs> have something against mixtape mixtapes okay so peter's in a cafe and there's this waitress going like oh hey raymond if you avoid the cops and speed down the highway you'll hit oakland in no time and also, yeah. also here's what a the fuck cd was going on with that <laughs> what the fuck was going on with that conversation don't worry about it raymond's oh, yeah. a completely legitimate person who's definitely not transporting anything illegal yeah. And fleeing from cops like white what? Well, no, she says stay stay off the radar and you'll hit Oakland by by sunrise. I'm assuming she means like speed but don't get caught. <laughs> Still. Yeah, don't don't speed I really enough. thought that would have some sort of relation to the episode for how weird it was. Like what a no. weird opening statement it was. But then But nah. But then it's it's like this grizzled trucker who just like wants to drink coffee and possibly die later today. <laughs> Well, and no, she's so like, the important thing to note is we don't get enough time on the trucker for me to be worried about this trucker's safety. This trucker's oh. going to get on just fine with his life. Yeah, <laughs> especially because she gives him a CD of songs she thinks he'll like. And I'm like, what? What? Who that matches this? aura, specifically. I... Oh, yeah, because she talks to Peter, and she's like, I make, I'm kind of a local legend around here. I make mixtapes for regulars. I pick songs that match their aura. And I'm like, let's just leave. <laughs> nah. can we, can we so, go so charlie what you're if telling me said if you that haven't you, had you would leave <laughs> all right charlie i know this is a crazy idea to think about but imagine that you're single you're hanging out in in a restaurant and this attractive waitress comes up and goes i want to make you a mixtape red flag red flag get out of that situation yeah. dude huge, gonna skin you and make you a huge purse. red flag <laughs> i want to make you a mixtape so i can listen to it while i cook your bones in my soup <laughs> there's nothing good that comes out of people making mixtapes post high school and even then they're the weirdos i mean okay uh. to be fair it was a different time people had cds <laughs> this was 2010 nowadays my biggest concern of being handed a mixtape would be where did you get the cd from and why do you have something that can write cds what are you doing <laughs> Why, why do you have a CD drive in your computer? I have one of those. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Point stands. No, you have a Blu-ray drive, don't you? And a CD drive. But you, you put the Blu-ray drive in to get pictures of babies' heads. Wait, what? Um, That's No, I needed the DVD drive for that. Okay. I thought you needed the Blu-ray drive for it. Nah, it was, it was only DVDs that it got wrote to. Was that for pictures of other kids? Yeah, of which? Was that was the Blu-ray drive for other pictures of kids then? <laughs> no. I am missing I, I... a reference here and I am concerned. <laughs> Nick, do you want to explain what I mean when I say pictures of kids' heads? 
No, because David lived with me for four months. Like, I thought he'd know. <laughs> I did, and I don't remember. And now I'm worried that we're going to be on a list somewhere. I mean, that's already happened. But no, this is perfectly legal. This is completely legal and completely fine, David. Um, People, experts in this field gave them to him. Exactly. Anyways... I love how vague I can be and how bad this sounds. David, do you, just 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 because it's just like at least sort of important because of the idea of pictures of babies' heads. Um, no, that was for my research. Okay, okay, that's okay. That's reasonable. <laughs> this is ultrasounds. <laughs> Anonymized infant ultrasounds. Yes. We're still on a list somewhere now. Thanks, guys. Oh. Yeah, like we weren't there after fucking Fish Up. Why would Fish Up end up on a list? Anyone who comes <laughs> up with that is obviously <laughs> deranged. <laughs> okay, anyway, hot girl the amazing tweet video that Nick made. <laughs> uh, that was a good time. Uh, anyway, right, let's actually get into the episode, please. Cute, cute waitress comes up to Peter and is like, "I mix mixtapes. Would you like one, pretty boy?" In that no. exact tone. And well, then no, is like, at first she's like, nah. And then Peter's like, oh, but what would I have to do to be a regular? And they're just doing the weird flirting thing that humans do. Um, <laughs> and, what would I have to do to be a regular? And, and it's you would have to, well. You would have to have sex with me. <laughs> I mean, that's what it seems like. Because Peter then says, hey, I'm at this motel. And she's like, all right, I'll drop it off after my shift. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you after my shift is over. At which point, the mixtape takes a very different vibe. <laughs> well, it's just also like, and I like your eyes. <laughs> well, she's like first after you know where you're making this way creepier. It's Listen, creepy. if if <laughs> if uh, she wasn't killed, uh, Peter was gonna get stabbed. Yeah, he actually got saved here. Um, oh no, because she's also like, "Where are you from?" And he's like, "Technically." I'm from no place you've ever heard of. And I'm ha, like, ha, yeah, ha, ha, you're ha, from ha. alternate Boston. I've heard of that place. <laughs> yep. And then he's like, let's just say Boston. I'm like, yeah, you're from Boston. It doesn't matter what universe. It's still Boston. They're still full of dicks with bad accents. <laughs> we have. Yeah, you, you didn't quite say that that city correctly. Sorry, Boston. There you go. We have come out as a stand saying we hate Boston accents, so I, I guess yeah, let's double down on that. Sorry, I, I would. Don't like, I would. Speak, I just don't like Boston as a city, mainly because of their sports teams. I would. I would speak an actual Bostonian, but I fear neither of you would be able to hear it because it would be a racist dog whistle. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Should I Nick, be concerned? Nick, please save no. us. Nick, Nick, please. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, this completely not murdery um, waitress, um, we skip ahead to the end of her shift, and there she is burning this uh, this, this mixtape um, for, for Peter, and it's completely fine. And look, she's written little hearts on it, and it's so cute, and there's definitely nothing bad that's going to happen from here. They're definitely not endearing you to this waitress. Um, she so she doesn't she just heads know out that. To her car. She doesn't know she's about to give pirated music to a federal agent. <laughs> That's beside the point of all of this. That is, you know, this is 2010, back in the back in the good old days where you wouldn't DMCA download a card. Was... <laughs> DMCA was like also still a thing, but less of a thing. Yeah. 
Anyway, she's getting kidnapped and is going to get brain murdered. We do then go see her get brain murdered. Um, Yep. She's like, hey, stop stop brain murdering me. And then he doesn't. He continues to brain murder her and takes a bit out. Incredible. This is a scene we've unfortunately seen a lot of in Fringe (laughs) of brain murder. Someone goes, hey, what are you doing with my brain? And they go, nothing. And then they kill them and take part of their brain. Again, it's gotten to the point where there's like no shock factor. It's just like, oh, well. Yeah, this is Why do they gotta be alive during this? Every time. Why do they gotta be alive? You gotta keep because the brain Because that's the only fresh. way to get the brain juices out. <sighs> yeah. It tastes better. <laughs> oh, God. Tastes better. It holds the memories better. It does everything better. It gives you the ability to walk again. <laughs> <laughs> and make horrible, horrible rhymes. <laughs> Anyways, so... <laughs> Peter, we then cut to Peter, and he wakes up and is a little bit like startled in the lobby of his motel. And the dude behind the uh, motel counter is like, "Hey, you know your room has a bed." And Peter's like, "Hey, what time is it?" He's like, six in the morning, you fucker." <laughs> Legally, yeah, I'm required to stay here. Not actually that much of a dick about this. <laughs> also, Peter, real thirsty. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Like, come At some on, dude. Point, just give up and go to bed. Like, just be like, oh, 2 a.m.? Guess I'm not getting that mixtape after all. Best go to sleep. <laughs> Maybe I should tell Tom, hey, if a pretty girl named this comes looking for me, tell her my room number. And, like, give me a call to wake me up, maybe? Yeah. If a booty call comes for me, let me know. But I'm he does. Awake from my slumber. But he doesn't and is like, man, I really wanted to bang this waitress. Let's go see if she's still at work. And she kind of is in the fact oh, that she wait, is missing. We, uh, we missed the part where he goes back to his room. He lies down. He gets a phone call. It's just static. Oh, yes. Yep. There's nothing weird about this phone call at all. It nope. is completely fine. Perfectly normal. It's, Peter hangs up. It's just a wrong number. Yep. Decides <laughs> to get into his uh, Ford Taurus and drive back oh, to, God. to the cafe. Oh fuck! And I say no, Ford you, Taurus. What, what do you mean? There was no, there was nothing about a Ford like vehicle in this at all. Like there was no advertising. There was nothing about voice <laughs> commands. Absolutely nothing. I say Ford Taurus because we get a nice full screenshot of the Ford logo of the car, and then it cuts to the inside of the steering wheel, where it just again says Taurus in big letters, and then it cuts to Peter clicking the media, like the voice button. Please say a destination. Portland, follow the highlighted route. Oh, directing me from town in Washington State to Portland, Oregon in two seconds? That's too easy for you, Ford Taurus Navigation. (laughs) You're much too smart. How about Mars? Oh, you can't do that. Ha, ha, ha. Product placement, product placement, product placement. Uh, That's the only only way that they were were able to keep all these special effects people... uh on, on yeah. their payroll the only i think it was something to do i i want to say fox as like a network was like okay we cut a deal with ford you have to showcase ford vehicles in all your shows because probably around this time bones was doing something similar mm-hmm. where they were driving and it's like oh look i don't have to parallel park my car can do it for me it's so smart Ooh. like me bone scientist lady <laughs> bone scientist well, yeah, lady no, this 
specifically around this time period like from like 2008 to like 2015 cars were in like there was so much car product placement uh, is this the era of heroes as well with the um oh what's the car yep. name that hero just constantly shouts in the entire first season most <laughs> tv shows most american tv shows um like that were that were played in prime time during like the period from like 2008 to like 2014 had car commercials in them it's, like it's it's a it's like a fucking time capsule of an advertisement era in the weirdest way it's it's really funny um, cars like advertising cars so heavily is such a weird like idea to me because like most people like buy a car like what once every five or ten years like yeah uh, but this was advertised as much as like soda like but this was this was when all those like smart features were just coming into vogue like the the oh i can park myself stuff that was just coming out the the i think sync had just been released for ford like yeah. that entire you know, this was, this voice was during control that thing. time where it was like oh man look at all these cool features that cars have cars are so new and you should get a new one that and i think ford was trying to do some brand recovery around this time <laughs> probably i feel yeah, like ford is always doing brand recovery yeah Anyhow, after Peter can't get directions to Mars, womp womp, um, he goes, he drives past the cafe intending just to get the fuck out of town and notices, hey, there's cops everywhere. What the fuck is going on? Um, and he pulls up and the sheriff is like, hey, who the fuck are you? And well, he's specifically, like, specifically, one of the other waitresses points out Peter and goes, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he <laughs> was going to, he was going to bang her. She wanted to murder him. <laughs> why did he have to murder her <laughs> <laughs> we were going to cook him into the stew <laughs> you love our bone broth don't you that's the secret <laughs> recipe hitchhikers <laughs> no no, no. You have specifically to... people from nowhere <laughs> <laughs> no specifically people from boston <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> it's the saltiest soup you'd ever have oh <laughs> uh. But yeah, Peter starts talking to the cops and the the sheriff, um, Ann Mathis, and her deputy, Bill Ferguson, and is like, yeah, I know the waitress is, uh, surely nothing is wrong with her, seeing as how the cops are here, and you're asking me about her. She's obviously, the second season of a crime procedural. No one could be hurt. (laughs) No one. Listen, I know nothing bad ever happens to me. I am almost all the way across the the the, uh, the country. Nothing bad happens in Washington State. Literally nothing. <laughs> Are we counting Seattle just as a city? Yes, Seattle is its own state. Um, I I mean, are you saying nothing bad happens in Seattle? Because I happen to know of a little store called Starbucks. <laughs> Why is that a bad thing? I hate Starbucks. I hate hey, many I, things. All I know is a lot of people are sleepless in Seattle. And that's been our show. (laughs) Hey, Seattle Kraken, your name and logo already sucks. Nah, Seattle Kraken's fine. (laughs) Uh, Basically, Peter's like, I I have an alibi, though. I was waiting to bang her all night, and she never showed up. The lobby guy watched me slept for watch me sleep for six hours. Yeah, the lobby guy can confirm how sad this story is. (laughs) Um, and the sheriff is like, "Okay, let me go double check this. Stay here and do not move." 
And then Peter sees Thomas Jerome Newton in the crowd and starts to not stay right there and moves. Um, but Newton disappears and Mathis is like, hey, uh, we want to ask you some more questions. Get in the back of this car. This cop car. Please. We're going to go down to the station. And I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, they check which, out Peter's alibi, which is good. The dude did watch Peter sleep, which is creepier. Well, no, specifically, specifically, they're calling and they're like, yeah, no, a Peter Bishop, was he staying there? And Peter's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I checked in under Peter Stewart. <laughs> not even Stewart. Or, no, or not even Peter, just Stewart. Stewart. I don't even know if he... Was it just Stuart Bishop yeah, or something? Just, just Stuart. No, just Stuart. Just a fake name. Just Stuart. I'm assuming it's... He gives another fake name later on in the episode. I'm assuming it's like a supernatural thing where they always check in under rock star names. Well, no. The one that he chooses later is Gene Cowherd. Which... Is a reference really? to Gene the cow. Gene the cow? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so what could his first name possibly? What what could Stuart have possibly be then? Um, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out after I heard Gene Coward. But really, yeah, I don't know. There's no other Stuarts in Frank, eh? Um, I don't know. You could take Stuart instead of Steward. Um, and then and... what? Astro? Yeah, Astro Stuart. <laughs> Astro Stewart. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Anyhow, they anyway. they verify his alibi um and um and they uh, get uh taken away yeah. from the police uh, station and instead make their way to the um definitely completely fine completely alive body of uh, our waitress. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's perfectly fine. She just likes to play with police dogs and they like to because they of her like mixed to play types. In the river. She she just decided that she was going to get all wet in a different way last night instead. Oh, um, God. Oh, okay, moving on. <laughs> Cannibalism jokes are fine. <laughs> Sexual jokes have no place in this show, Nicholas. That's first all of all right. not true at all. But... <laughs> I am taking a a stance on this now for no reason. <laughs> 2021 no sex jokes allowed <laughs> pretty much oh no uh anyhow they go the cops get out of the car to check on the body and peter is left in the back of the cop car and is listening to the dispatch talk and hears that part of her skull is missing and when the sheriff returns he's like get me out of this car um i need you to ask the coroner if she's missing part of her temporal lobe and she runs down to the coroner and then runs back and is like, how the fuck did you know that? Are you the serial killer? <laughs> Which at this point look. you're like, all right, he might have a rock solid alibi, but also he definitely murdered her or was in on it. Yeah. He, you, you but, can only know so much without being the killer. Seriously? Especially he's but, only like you know, this. At this point they decide, hey, let's, let's take Peter down to the police station. Nothing, nothing bad has happened so far. Um, and oh yeah, look, he says that he's an FBI consultant. We'll just call this number that he's giving us um, for this person and uh, nothing, you know, there's nothing suspicious about this at all. I, yeah. I will say he has an ID and then they have a book open that seems to have a copy of the ID in it, like, and Bishop and Peter's face in the book. I'm wondering I if they weird. didn't just scan the ID. 
Oh, maybe. And added to their local yeah. records. Okay, just that saying. makes more sense than just having a book full of FBI consultants. And, yeah. And, you know, when you decide to book Peter for accessory to murder, um, you, you, you know, take, yeah. take a scan of all of the evidence. <laughs> um, he's like, hey, this guy, Thomas Jerome Newton, was probably involved. Uh, we never caught him. I can't really explain anything. The case is classified. But we, I consult with the FBI on super strange, weird shit uh, that you wouldn't believe. Um, and she's like, well, why are, like, is that why you're here to track down this Thomas Jerome Newton? And they always say for all three names every single time, obviously. Yeah, because if you're villain and fringe, you're three names. Yeah. Uh, and Peter's like, no, 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 I think they're tracking me. And I won't say why, because we need mystery in this episode. <laughs> um, and Peter's like, I can't, I really can't tell you about this case, but I can tell you about this case by showing you what I mean when I talk about why they talk, they took her temporal lobe out. Cause it's, it's Peter saying, um, she knew where I was a staying, but she also would have picked up other details about me that are all stored in your brain. So instead of just torturing her like common, decent people. They just took out her brain and stuck it in a machine and analyzed it. Yeah. Specifically, Peter calls Broyles first and goes, hey, um, you're about to get a call. Please just tell them that I'm a good person. Um, <laughs> I like So to, they don't arrest me. I like Broyles' first thought, which is, are you in trouble? Do you need help? <laughs> Have you called to get bail? Is this what this is about? Broyles is just the team dad, but in like a Broyles more wholesome way than Papa Broyles. Oh, God. <laughs> he's the team dad but not in the same way that nina calls him dad <laughs> no because she she calls him daddy <laughs> it's the e that makes things gross <laughs> hmm. oh god no sorry she calls him father <laughs> oh no oh no 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 that one's that one's way less okay father broils <laughs> now he's just now he's just a priest <laughs> which is the worst <laughs> Ooh, which is yeah. the, which is the most real no yeah, if bros was a priest female and over 18 damn it you oh. stole my joke <laughs> <laughs> guys we have to get through this episode <laughs> we are 36 minutes in yeah yeah anyhow bros <laughs> bros is like yeah i'll verify everything do you want me to send like a team down for you and he's like no 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 don't tell anyone that i was here if you owe me anything you owe me that much and i really wanted bros to be like well i don't fucking owe you anything i've saved your ass so many goddamn times i'm technically your boss motherfucker (laughs) you owe me like 15 times over i'll do whatever the fuck i want bitch that house that your dad's staying in i pay for that (laughs) you're living under my house and my rules the fact that you and your dad aren't in prison, separate prisons, is because of me. Maybe. Maybe you owe me a couple favors. <laughs> and Bros is like, yeah, sure, whatever. I got other shit to do today. Uh, like Nina. But um, if you do need help, I will send a car, no questions asked, because I love and care for you, my son. And, yep, that's that's the end of that interaction. Um yeah, and then we cut to the morgue, and Peter's like, let me just dig around in her noggin. Yep. Look look at these pink things. Oh, look, she must have been really stressed right before she died. 
almost like she knew she was dead. Well, not not stressed, scared. Adrenaline. Scared, yeah. It was an adrenaline rush. Um, So scared or other things, like who knows? Maybe that they they just went skydiving right before she died. Yeah. (laughs) I thought this was a nice scene uh, because it's just, it's Peter getting to do the fringe stuff and be the lead of it, which usually he takes the back seat in these kinds of situations. Usually he's just Walter's like third set of hands because Astro's the second set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's like showing her like, hey, this brain, she was super scared because this brain tissue is pink and it shouldn't be. Um, and Mathis like puts a pen behind her that eventually falls into the brain juice. And Peter notices and he's like, ha ha ha, find the crack. What a horrible police slogan. She goes, uh, it's not a police slogan. It's uh, in the darkness. There's always the crack. There's always a crack. It's how the light gets in. And the pen was a gift from the deputy that was with us. Mm-hmm. Ferguson. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. It's a stupid ass saying, but it's kind of nice. When she started so, talking and she was saying like, in darkest blah, I immediately could just hear the uh, Green Lantern uh, thing <laughs> in my head. In darkest night, there is always a crack. Man, so so I took I took that a completely different way because you guys know about the whole like South Dakota like ad slogan that they ran. No. no. Oh, um, they ran like a pretty big like ad, like anti-meth ad campaign that was just crack, we're on it. Or meth, we're on it. <laughs> what? What? Yes. Just them saying, hey, meth, we're on it. <laughs> oh Which... my god, that's amazing. Yup. Yep, that was that was a thing that was run in um like very recently, like 2019. Uh <laughs> Oh, Charlie, Man. please send me images if you find them, because I can only assume you're Googling. Uh, yeah. Um, there it is. Yeah, South Dakota says meth. It's meth. We're on it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so um, they do the autopsy. Uh, Peter finds sort of explains that, hey, they're taking pieces of brain out in order to extract information. Um, this is like technology that you wouldn't believe. It's incredibly advanced. And uh, they're obviously after me. And this is a little of bit of Peter uh, getting like the protagonist syndrome, like thinking this is all about him, which I mean, to be fair. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is correct this time. But yeah, um, they have decided to trust Peter, um, which is a decision. Um... <laughs> they decided not but... to call the FBI for some reason. Yeah, she's yeah, like, decided... she's like, let me call the FBI, and he's like, no, 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 don't do that. They'll run, and they'll know I'm here. This is all about me, and if they and if they know the FBI comes a sniffing, then they're gone. And I need to catch them this time. Listen, according uh... to my contract, this is my episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I, Joshua yeah, Jackson, <laughs> got to do one episode by myself. They're like, who the fuck is Joshua Jackson? Your name is Peter. And he goes, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's who, That's the name I'm staying under at this hotel. And then he slaps them and goes in and goes and buys a Canadian. <laughs> and calls them hosers. <laughs> and goes and hacks a dart. Uh, it's, it's really upsetting that like most of the cast of Fringe came to uh, the Canadian. Fuck, what's, it? Um, what's the con in downtown Toronto? Uh, um, fan expo, anime North? Yeah, fan expo. Most of the cast of uh, most of the cast of Fringe has been there at least once. You know who hasn't? Josh Joshua Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, 
That's fair. Most Canadians don't want to make comeback. Especially to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, especially to Toronto. Yeah. But yeah, um, he's like, all right, I'm going to go sleep now. Um, here's my here's the hotel I'm going to stay under, and my name is Gene Cowhart. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, wait, if these guys are after you, don't you want like a police escort or something? He's like, nah, I got this. And then Peter he's, goes I'll and buys fine. some guns. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go uh, flex my Second Amendment right and buy some guns after hours, <laughs> with cash and no waiting period. Yep. And also, like a shotgun and a pistol, which is, like, I mean, and a lot of ammo. You know how tough the shapeshifters are, so that's fair. I mean, yeah. are they? Because Olivia took two of them out, like fucking that. Yeah, but Olivia's good at her goddamn job. <laughs> Peter. Peter, on the other hand. Peter's mediocre at his job for having like a 180 IQ. <laughs> Peter but he gets to forget he has a 180 IQ, much like the writers of Fringe do all the time. <laughs> yep. Peter does remember to answer his phone, thinking um, that it's Mathis, but uh, no, it's just the staticky line. And so, of course, the next time the phone rings, instead of waiting for someone to talk, he's like, "Who the." Where are you, Newton? I'll fucking kill you and your family. <laughs> and Mathis is like, who are you talking to? Mathis, I need... <laughs> Mathis is just very concerned. And she's like, no, it's me. And he's like, who the fuck did you talk to? I'll kill you and your family. <laughs> <laughs> who did you tell? So Someone's been killed. Who did you tell? <laughs> and she's like, I didn't tell anyone. And he's like, who the fuck did your partner tell? And she's like, that's why I'm calling. He's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kill him and his family. <laughs> I gotta fight him and kill him and his family. No. I'm FBI. You hear me? <laughs> That's have... basically double O status, you dumb motherfucker. I'm on meth. <laughs> I like this version of Peter. Why can't we have this version of Peter? Why don't we write for TV Listen. shows? <laughs> Listen, listen, David. You, you can have this version of Peter. We we are running that uh, Call oh, Cthulhu God. thing. We're running Frange. Where Peter's gonna come and go? If you fuck this up, I'll kill you so fucking bad. I'm on drugs. And he's gonna walk out of the room, and everyone's just gonna keep working like this happens every day. Oh no! All right. Well. All right. So, um. Deputy Ferguson is gone. Um, definitely David. alive. Don't worry about it. Um, and Peter's like, cool, sleep is for the week. I'm going to go back to the sheriff's office now. And we're going to figure this out. Uh, oh, my God, I'm crying. Hey, David, how's it going, bud? <laughs> awesome. All right, so... Uh, Peter's Peter's back at the sheriff's office. Everything's going great. We gotta um, start recording these earlier in the day. This is this is a weird late. energy, guys. At nine, uh, like, it's really good. <laughs> oh man, uh, Peter's like, oh yeah, they probably like cut open his skull and pulled out his brain to find out what what's up with me. She's like, he's oh. probably dead. She's like, or he could be alive. And he's like, no, there's no way he's fucking dead. Nah, he's fucking dead. And if I see him, he's definitely dead. <laughs> Listen, he saw my face. Nobody sees my face and lives. He might as well be a cat in a box. <laughs> oh. He might as well be a fish 
that's gonna get upped. <laughs> and then he cocks his gun. <laughs> All right. And he walks out of the room. <laughs> Welcome to French. So- <laughs> Look out, Mr. Bass. You're about to get fish up. <laughs> so yeah, we get we get some we get some back and forth about why Peter is um completely sane and everything's fine. Let's just go check out this uh uh let's just go check out this uh the last spot where your uh, deputy went. Um and we'll, I'm sure we'll just find him there and he just forgot to call in. Uh yeah. Well, Mathis is also like, hey, you said you got some phone calls. I checked, and those phone calls never took place, and Peter's like, ah, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. I could erase those phone calls. I know how to do illegal things. You don't understand. They're so technologically technologically advanced. Obviously, they can do a phone call without appearing on the records. I can do that, idiot. And then he's like, your stupid partner's so fucking... Oh, wait, you love him, don't you? Shit. Oh... (laughs) I mean, he might be well, he's alive. <laughs> and, no, 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 that's 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 real Peter in that case. No, the the Peter that we have going on right now is like you're you're terrible for loving him. He's a ter- terrible person. Can't you see that he went and got himself killed? <laughs> a horrific and gruesome death of that. But Mathis is like idiot. Mathis is he's like a terrible hey. police officer and probably a terrible lover. <laughs> but Pete, Mathis is like, hey, um. You can't tell me anything, and the only fucking thing I can verify is that your name is Peter Bishop and you work with the FBI. I'm going to call it the Fringe Wiki in italics, and both words capitalized says, Mathis is going to call the Bureau. The Bureau. <laughs> and I'm like, what? To which Peter goes, what? no, stop, stop trying to call my dad. I, I can do this shit on my own. Yeah, he's like, I don't need Walter. And she's like, who the fuck is Walter? He, I mean, I don't need my dad. <laughs> I mean, I Broyles. Don't need, I don't need Papa Broyles or my actual dad. Wait, no, he's not my actual dad. Uh. <laughs> I'm I so... don't need Papa Broyles. I don't need Father Broyles. And I certainly don't need Daddy Broyles. Please <laughs> leave him out of this. But hey, Walter sure does need Peter because he's in a grocery store. And this is a very... about bromate. Well, this is potassium bromate. This comes across as they were like, "Oh shit, we have a whole other cast that came in this week and wants and has to work according to their contracts." Uh, let's have John Noble yell about potassium bromate in some pop tarts and then have an emotional breakdown in a grocery store. And then he did it. Those are definitely not pop tarts. They are uh, sorry, toaster pastries. (laughs) Generic toaster pastry number two. Because. Because this grocery store only sells no-name brand. But, well, like, also not, like, yellow, but, yeah, like, other brand. Yeah, but they couldn't brand. sell no-name brand because that's a brand. <laughs> yep. Oh, These man, are... if, if you're not from Canada, um, you guys are missing out on no-name, which is the most amazing generic brand in the world. Oh, my um, God. Google their advertisements. If, if you're, uh, like, if you their... live anywhere that's not in Canada, just Google no-name advertisements. Uh, to no, fair, go to their recent... Twitter. Their recent advertisements have been pretty shit because they've been trying to be like, oh, look how hip and cool we are. I, I don't yeah, appreciate no. that. I like their uh, weird, awkward ones. Where it's like them doing the the commercial in the conference room and the guy comes into vacuum and she's like, we're recording. Get out. Yeah. That one's great. Like, this this is a commercial for uh, No Name. Uh, yeah. Buy our product. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like juggling Uh-oh. cue cards. It's great. Oh. It's really good. Also, they do some great like product things at like local universities. Um, 
You guys have seen the amazing No Name water bottle well, that my cousin we should, has. We should explain for those who don't know what No Name is. No Name is like also great value esque brands. Like they're the quote unquote knockoff brand. Mm-hmm. So I think the way it works is if whatever factory overproduces certain things, No Name will buy up the excess at a lower price and then sell it at a lower price. It's like the 99 cent Kansas soup, stuff like that. Yeah. But their entire brand is just full matte yellow background and then the word of whatever the product is in black font and that's the way it's been forever because i remember seeing like no name ziploc or no name vacuum sealed like zipper bags yeah left aligned just block text potato chips (laughs) like yeah ketchup chips really good and then just like a couple years ago they were like oh my god we have the greatest marketing scheme in the world in that we just say what the product is and they had a Twitter account like this is the no name Twitter account and it's all lowercase and the background is just a yellow background that says the words Twitter background on it and it's perfect and it's so genius. It's they have such amazing brand recognition, which is ludicrous to me. Like, like well, they, so it's it's important. It's important to note that we literally call like all of like the quote unquote knockoff brands. We call them no name brands in Canada. Yep. Yeah. Like, like they've they've had this brand recognition for years, and it seems like suddenly they recognized or realized the fact that they are the most popular brand in Canada. Without they finally realizing got it. a marketing team, and the marketing marketing team was wait wait you didn't have a marketing team what? <laughs> but we what, know what, do you what mean? to call you. Just you. had this one guy who found this really cool color of yellow and found this font, and that's just what he's done for like the last like twenty years. <laughs> it's it's the most bizarre thing, and I feel like it'll be studied in marketing classes in the following years and just how great it is. But I like, I don't think you could manufacture this as well. Like if a different, like, cause I've seen a couple like brands attempt this as well. Like um, PC, some of their products are just like white with the red and they have the writing on, but like it doesn't work as well as no name does. It doesn't hit the same. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, No Name's been doing it for so long that that's yeah. why it, that's but, why it hits so well. <laughs> yeah, because with No Name, it wasn't it wasn't like oh we got this new bold new marketing strategy like minimalism. No Name was like no no, no we're not going to spend any money on brand or on logos or on recognizability. I'm sure for whatever reason, yellow is cheap to produce. I'm sure that played into it, mm-hmm. and the black font like it's just like Arial black left aligned. And it, it's like, what was the easiest thing for them to do to get this product running in the beginning and then just ran with that for the next, like, 30 years? It feels like it should be the most soulless product in existence, and yet somehow it has the most soul. You, they have flip-flops where the left one says flip and the right one says flop on the heel. <laughs> and, like... Um, well, yeah, so, like, once again, my cousin got a bunch of their, like, merch because they were just at one of their, their universities, so he has a he has a poster that says, cool sports poster on it, and that's just <laughs> all that it says, bright <laughs> yellow, yellow. left-aligned aerial font. That's amazing! That's it's so, so amazing! Good. Well, and then their Twitter account is, like, um, they'll put up and it's, like, a bag of mini marshmallows, and they're, like, does not contain large marshmallows. <laughs> yep. That's just really good. Or it's uh, like it's like a, around Christmas. I think they put up one for a gingerbread house, and it's just some assembly is required. I I will say the no name beer wasn't that great, <laughs> but it did come in a yellow can that just said beer on it. 
<laughs> and it was in fact beer. They didn't lie. And it was like, only a dollar. Thanks, Ford. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific Canadian reference. That's an Ontarian know. reference. All right. Okay, anyway, I'm um, that was our uh, no-name appreciation cause... podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Peter, Christ, no name. <laughs> Peter yells about the toaster pastries and the chemicals in them, and um, kind of like realizes that he's gone off a little bit off the deep end, and like cries in the grocery store. It's a very sad scene. John Noble really kicked its ass. Um, John Noble went back to season one, like Walter here. Um, yeah, he did a very mm-hmm. good job of it. The regression yeah. is crazy, and Walter is like, I shouldn't have been... They go back to the house, and Astrid and Olivia are helping Walter back in his house, and he's like, I shouldn't have had to wait at the police station. Those makers of the toaster pastries are killing Americans and all this stuff. And Astrid is like, why didn't you tell me that you needed help? And he's like, I have to learn how to care for myself. Like, Do I need you to run out to the grocery store every time I need pudding pops? And, and Olivia's like, yes. You obviously do. You obviously do, Walter. What the fuck? Yeah. And Walter's like, they're going to take me back to St. Clair's if we can't find Peter. Right? It's also and like, Olivia... if I can't take care of myself, like, I yeah. gotta learn how to take care of myself, because if Peter doesn't come back, they're going to send me back to the hospital. And then it gets yeah. real quiet and sad. And Olivia's like, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we cut Hopefully. back to the fun stuff. Ooh. <laughs> Peter running through back, the woods. Back to angry Peter. <laughs> Because they uh, go back to the where the scene of Chris's body was, and they're like, ah, oh, so did uh, Ferguson arrive here? Like, he was supposed to call in when he arrives, and she's like, yeah, but he didn't. And he's like, ah, oh, what a shitty cop. <laughs> what a terrible cop. Look at him. He he just, like, he littered too. didn't do anything. What a dumb it's motherfucker. He left a gum wrapper. He should be in jail, and at this point, or better yet, At dead. this point, Matheson has to walk away to go cry. Um... <laughs> It's after Peter backhands her too. <laughs> yeah, and then and Peter, Peter and then Peter goes, "Oh wait, there's the noise." And then he, and he looks up, "Fucking static. idiot's good for something." <laughs> <laughs> he looks up and he sees Newton standing with this dude who's like typing in his iPad. And yeah, in the woods, by the way, he runs into the woods and sees this. Yeah. Yeah. Newton, Newton raises a gun and shoots a dart that lands in a a tree. And Peter, like, looks at the dart and then looks back and shoots, and they're gone. He's like, I'll fucking kill you, Newton, and your family. (laughs) Fucking kill you, you idiot. You killed that cop, and that's going to be the fucking death of you. Yeah. And then Mathis is is crying on the bridge because Peter abused her. Here's the gun, and she's like, maybe he's dead. Maybe he's dead. I gotta go make sure. What was that her Let Let me go finish the job in case this bad guy didn't. Runs into the woods. And we get a weird, like, sort of, like, trippy, uh, like, um, not even chase sequence, just, like, a sequence in the woods where Peter's running around, like, there's the static playing, it's obviously sort of dulling Peter's senses, and he's running about, and I was really concerned here that Matthews was gonna get shot. (laughs) (laughs) It was my biggest concern. So, so I will say, I really like how the scene is done, because it really makes you question Peter's sanity throughout this, like, like, everything that's led up to the scene. It it really feels like they've been doing the whole like the static plays and then something insane happens to Peter. Yeah, because uh, the dude also disappears. Like it's not like they run away. Just like Jerome, just Jerome Newton's there or Thomas Jerome Newton's there, and then he looks away and he's gone. Like yep. yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, then we see uh, Matheson. Matheson finds uh, finds Peter. It's or not Matheson. Matheson. 
it's Mathis, yeah. <laughs> Mathis finds Peter, and then Peter immediately raises a gun towards her. Well, he looks, sees and it's that she's not, got blood on her, and it's not her uh, jacket. It's not because he thinks she's a shapeshifter, he just fucking hates her. And he's like, he's, why are you fucking bleeding, you idiot? She's like, I fell like an idiot. He's like, yeah, like a fucking idiot. Is your, what color show, is your show blood? Show me your hand. I need to see that you're bleeding red like a normal person. <laughs> She's like, what color would I be bleeding? Like silver, dumbass. They're shapeshifters, you with moron. the program. What did you drop into that dumb idiot's <laughs> brain earlier? Who gave you that thing? And she's like, the pen? My dead friend. I'm sorry. Uh, to which point Peter goes, oh, right, I guess, I guess you're still, you know, not a shapeshifter, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Should have known what I was testing you for. Oh, man. And, um, uh, oh, we forgot earlier, um, there's, there's a line that made me upset. Um, back when, back when Ferguson isn't dead and he's like, hey. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah. He's like talking to Mathis and he's like, we can't call it the FBI. We can't like, why do you trust him? And she's like, she's like, I don't know. He seems to like know what's going on. He's like, oh, you, you like the supernatural and the UFOs. It sounds like you want to believe. <laughs> and you're like fucking X-Files reference in my show again. X I, I like to think X-Files exists in this universe as a television show. No, no, the X-Files it, exist it as the does. X-Files. They play it in one. <laughs> they play it in one, but also during the Senate hearing with they Broyles do, at the beginning of season two. They talk about the X designation, yeah. yeah. But I like the idea that the X-Files is a TV show, and this is just him referencing X-Files to her, <laughs> like, just full on. <laughs> She's like, shut the fuck up, Ferguson. I don't like David Dukofty. <laughs> this is why I hope you die. <laughs> I may love you, but I hope you die for that comment. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you for that comment. <laughs> oh man <laughs> I'm gonna kill you in the pin it on Peter <laughs> anyhow Peter's like the people I'm that are hunting me like they have technology like you wouldn't believe and she's like you don't understand I like UFOs so I completely believe you on everything you're saying <laughs> can we like, please call the FBI though like please yeah. she's also like I haven't like seen like them I didn't see the dart that fired like I'm concerned me... that you're uh, crazy <laughs> And you're questioning your own sanity, so I think you are crazy. Let's let's just take a step back here. Um, to which Peter's like, "No, you're fucking insane. Get with the program." And <laughs> I'm not crazy. You're crazy for believing me. <laughs> you're crazy for thinking I'm crazy. Clearly, um, you need and, to yep, die. They, they move on, and Mathis goes, "I'm sorry. You're right. Um, I am crazy. You're you're the sane one here." <laughs> now, can you put down the gun? And Peter goes, no, we need to go kill some fucking shapeshifters. And they get in the car and drive off to go kill some fucking shapeshifters. Except they get waylaid because a stupid actual normal person is dead. Is it Ferguson? Yep. Would no, they not, not tell us over the radio? No, it's just some random dumb chick. <laughs> to and which, To which Peter goes, what the fuck? I've never seen her before. She's not important because I don't know her. This I'm episode's the... about me. Me, I'm... me, me, me. <laughs> me, Joshua Jackson. They go again. He keeps calling himself Joshua Jackson. I thought he was that kid from the OC. <laughs> but they're interviewing get me a dart this... and a molson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tip you a loony. 
they're interviewing this poor dead girl's sister and the entire time peter's like hey would she go to this cafe what what about this motel because she's a whore what about this gas station hey okay to be fair to uh peter he doesn't say that out loud just implies it (laughs) he's like yeah i I really love the whole would she go to this motel for any reason (laughs) and the sheriff has to stop and be like obviously she doesn't know her sister just died jesus christ to which peter then yells at her wow get with the program we're trying to kill some shapeshifters here and storms off we cut back and Walter's uh, in the kitchen eating a pudding pop as Astrid helps clean up because his house was a mess. Um, And Walter's like, oh, the super collider is less complicated than that dishwasher. And she's like, don't put laundry detergent in it next time, you fucking moron. Because Astrid's also being <sighs> really angry today, too. <laughs> no, no, no. Walter's like, or no. <laughs> Astrid's perfectly sweet. What's happening over in Massachusetts is fine. You know, they're normal. It's just Washington State. Washington State has this weird energy around it right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, um, But yeah, Astrid, he's like, oh, like, thank, I'm sure um, during all your years of FBI training, you never thought you'd be cleaning up after a helpless old man. And Astrid's like, that's exactly what I went to FBI training for. What are you talking about? This is the easiest job ever. Why yeah. would I? Why would I want to go and like hunt down leads when I could just take care of you and get paid a huge salary for it? Only but, three, like, actually not that big a salary. Only like two concussions a season. Are you kidding me? This is great. <laughs> I only get concussed twice a season. And also, I only get drugged like two to three times. And last time, you didn't even drug me. <laughs> it was incredible. Last time, it was just the dude following you. <laughs> Before that, it was just the triad. Uh, but Walter, she gives him a car she's cleaning up, and it was that double-decker toy car from when we had the body horror of the buildings merging. Mm-hmm. And Walter's like, oh, I got an idea. All the objects from another universe give off a distinct energy or radiation. I could build a tracker to find that energy. We can find Peter. Which leads uh, me to believe, why haven't you built this before, Walter? Wouldn't this be helpful when you're tracking shapeshifters from a different universe? Yeah, what the fuck, Or also, Walter? you know, when you're trying to find what building is going to appear somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> why are you only thinking of this now, Walter? Walter, why? <laughs> what the hell, Walter? You're very selfish. <laughs> uh, uh, but as we cut back to Peter and Mathis, uh, Peter's like, that last girl was utterly unimportant in every single <laughs> way. <laughs> she had no value as a human being at all. And Why was like, she Whoa, killed? She had a family she was... and a sister. And Peter's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Peter's like, utterly Listen, useless. Brain in a jar. I am the only one who exists. Why did that? Why did my brain decide to make that person a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing exists outside outside of my own comprehension. You will cease to exist once I leave this dumb hick town. <laughs> and then he backhands her again. <laughs> And and on as her head swings back from the backhand, she looks out the out the car window and sees that uh, that that woman's truck is just chilling out there. And she goes, "Look, I found a lead. I'm sorry, Peter. Please stop hitting me." <laughs> and Peter, they look at the truck and like the glove compartment's open and the windows rolled down. And Peter's like, "Oh, so she was probably stopped by a cop. Looks like your friend's murdering women, you dumb bitch." Or a shapeshifter has killed him and taken his body. Because they could do that. And she's like, wait, 
they could take his brain and his appearance that doesn't make sense i'm like it makes perfect sense they cut out his brain and then they take his face that's not hard to understand come on at which point she's like wait so is he dead or is he alive and peter's like i don't fucking know let's go kill him and find out probably both And she, she and Mathis at this point breaks and is like, "Okay, what the fuck? We're calling the FBI." And he's like, "No, no. Remember how scared you were when I backhanded you? I know how to find Newton." <laughs> basically, is like, "Hey, there's different spikes of adrenaline when they were taken and when they were killed. We find the difference in time between those two spikes, and we can find basically approximately how far they were taken. We can overlap." And f- basically do a Venn diagram and find out where they were taken to because it's a complicated medical procedure to brain murder someone. Um, I have a couple issues with how this works because uh, he's like, okay, driving the speed limit 60 miles and she's like, nah, nah, around here you got to go 45. I'm like, but they're fucking shapeshifters. They're super soldiers. They could drive 60. Also, what happens if, you know, they got the dead body in the trunk and they're like, man, I really got to fill up my, like, tank with gas and also I'm kind of hungry, so I'm just going to go, like, stop in at this diner. <laughs> well, also, they're not dead, though. They are still alive yeah. at this point. Yeah, but that's fine. They're, they're probably unconscious. Yeah, it's the dilly-dallying that I don't think they take into account. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably don't dilly-dally when you have an unconscious woman in your car. Speaking from as experience. a shapeshifter, maybe I do. I don't know what I do as a shapeshifter. Nick's never been a shapeshifter. It's like cheating on your wife. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you would do. <laughs> oh, why could did we be, have to bring that one back? Could be the hardest thing in the world <laughs> to do or not to do. Exactly. Something's going to be the hardest in the world when you do it. Oh no. Oh. Charlie, I thought you were taking a stance this episode. I rescinded my stance. <laughs> Sex jokes are okay. Uh, but they and the Peter's like <laughs> Peter's like, okay, so we can we can do this math to figure out the absorption rate, but I'm going to need like a baseline. Hey, can you go like turn the lights off? And then shoots her in the head with a gun and is like, sorry, had to scare you. And then she's dead and the episode ends. No, he just shoots her in the arm. Uh, <laughs> He's like, "That's what you get for being a stupid bitch." No, let me take you a tissue your partner, sample. You gotta bitch. <laughs> and he stabs her in the bullet wound. <laughs> no, he shoots. He shoots the pistol in the air and is like, "Sorry, just try to scare you." And then he holds up a super large needle. Is like, "Gotta stab you now." Now for the fun part, and pokes her brain. <laughs> Uh, and then we cut back and Broyles is talking to Olivia on how Walter is doing because I guess he heard about the grocery store meltdown mm-hmm. and um, she's like, we're not going to send him back to St. Clair's, right? And then Broyles, Broyles is like, is he useful? <laughs> will will he be able to adjust to life without Peter for no reason at all? Not like I talked to him today. And Olivia's like, did you talk to him today? And then we just cut. <laughs> and that's it <laughs> yep nothing I don't even think we get a resolution weird. to that scene in this no, episode we, we missed the part where no. Rose goes ah so Olivia you found out that I know where Peter is <laughs> I've had a dream of they cut away hours. because we all know that that's what Rose was gonna do <laughs> we cut away just as Rose opens his mouth to say that and then it's like oh you, you know what he's gonna say <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, uh, back at the morgue, Peter does his adrenaline math with the the undead sheriff now because he shot her in the head. <laughs> um, and he's like, look, zombie Mathis, there's a dairy farm here that's out of the way. And she goes, burn. <laughs> <laughs> like that's right that's where we'll find the brains <laughs> that's where we'll find your dead lover's brains <laughs> and they get it they drive up to the dairy farm and he's like remember ask the farmer uh something only he would know he could be a shapeshifter and she's like hey craig you were in choir with my sister right at school and he's like haha no wrong school um let me go in. I totally didn't want to murder all those girls because I'm actually a serial killer and this was Criminal Minds the whole time. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, because they, uh. they go inside and he's like, well, here's the property and here's all the buildings and stuff. And Peter's like, okay, Craig, you need to stay here while we, just the two of us, or Mathis goes to call for backup because there's so much. And Peter's like, hey, do you got the keys? And he's like, yeah, sure, let me get them. And then Peter turns around and immediately starts snooping in this guy's house um, and finds the mixtape that was made for Peter from B. Hartston. I don't know where that is. <laughs> That's a weird... Well, no, goes, it's a place you've never heard of. this is spelled incorrectly. What a dumb bitch. <laughs> it's the first I time I... need to I... take my anger out on something. And he goes and starts beating up Craig. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen Boston spelled without a swastika. <laughs> oh, all right, moving past that one. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen Boston spelled without three K's in it. <laughs> all right, um, pretending nothing has happened. <laughs> Craig, the fucking idiot. Um, Not you, Craig. No relation to definitely no relation to Craigery, who is. Completely happy and fine, right, Gregory? You're completely fine. All right, Kill cool. me. Um, <laughs> um, decides. Yeah, no. I, I, I could add. I could add a a, a, a weird out of, out of town dude to my uh, to my kill list. Um, and brings brings down the hammer. Uh, and just and... beats the shit out of him. Like holy shit. <laughs> and Peter like, goes, nah, nah, fucker. This is my episode. <laughs> Yeah, Peter like flips the hammer and then punches him and then gets him to the ground. He's like, where's Newton? Boom, boom, boom. Where's Newton? And it's like, Mathis is like, what the fuck is going on here? Peter's like, I'm just killing a man with my bare hands. It feels good. If you want to be next, shut up. And then Craig's like, I just wanted to be close to the girls, but I couldn't stop myself. And you're like, oh, it's just a serial killer. And this is where we go. Is Peter crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yup. Because the dude is bleeding a lot of red. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Peter's not yeah. being overkill. He's just double checking if he's a shapeshifter or not. <laughs> Be Mercury in here eventually. No, Peter, that's bone. <laughs> All I see is silver. All I see. <laughs> uh, but they find Ferguson. Shockingly, he isn't dead. Um. At but, which point, at which point, Peter goes, "God, what the? Craig's just a fucking terrible person. Time to finish this myself." And yeah. like uses the uh, uh, just his bare hands. Listen, Craig's already marked it all out for him. It's pretty yeah. easy to follow directions. There's like jars with like pieces of brain in it. It's it's mm-hmm. not okay. Um, the Fringe Wiki also says Sheriff Mathis holds and comforts her good friend. I feel like they're more <laughs> than good friends, and this is the weirdest like. 
<laughs> straight Sappho and her friend that I've ever come across. <laughs> you know, they're just good friends. That's all it is. There's just... nothing weird, nothing between them. <laughs> I've never seen a straight relationship defined as good friends before. Man, Sappho and her friends is real funny to look at them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You should, if yeah, Nick, have you, do you know what Sappho and her friend is or is in reference to? No. So Sappho is like the reason we call gay women lesbians because she was from the island Lesbos and oh, okay, yeah, yeah. wrote a lot of poetry, a lot of it on how much she loved women. But Specifically, nice. yeah. And then yeah. a lot of the translations were just like, nah, it's just her and her good friends. Yeah. Look, she's totally straight. Her talking about how much she loves what's between a woman's legs is just her talking about how much she loves women's beauty in a purely platonic way. This is purely metaphorical. And, and the, the beauty of childbirth. Uh, yep. Yeah. So Sappho and her friend is just like an over-encompassing term for gay erasure through like media and history. It's the same thing as people yeah. saying Alexander the Great was straight. Yeah. He clearly was not. It's fine. I like yeah. David's David's my good friend. I'm not going to cry for a week and beg to be buried in the same grave as him so we can be held together for all eternity when he dies. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're good enough friends with David. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty great to me. I don't know. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know you and David were so close. <laughs> well, you guys did live together. Neither, you are best my partner. <laughs> we also lived together, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, we decorated together. <laughs> Anyways, so um, they're doing like the uh, wrap up where uh, Peter's talking to Mathis outside of the um, the farm. There's a bunch of police officers there because you know they found a serial killer's lair. <laughs> And they're doing all that stuff. Yeah. And Peter's like, oh, I didn't get anything fucking done today. And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> it's like, man, I really thought this was going to be my episode. Turns out it was just a Criminal Minds episode I was guest starring in. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know what you need? Find the crack. And he's like, I was trying to. That's what started this whole thing. That waitress came up to me and I tried to find the crack. <laughs> yeah. But she, she just <laughs> casually hands him the uh the, um, the pen the pen with the uh motto on it and it's just like yeah um yeah i wish there was something i could do for you oh well i'm happy and walks away <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go be in my completely normal relate like friendly relationship with my partner I'm oh, gonna go uh, see where my nothing good friend. weird happens and he's not abusive unlike <laughs> you you motherfucker please leave washington state forever we also didn't bring up the fact that she's like hey i <laughs> i gotta tell you this because you seem kind of lost my family was my entire family <laughs> yeah. was murdered before i was a cop <laughs> when i was in college anyway goodbye yeah. <laughs> and peter just backhands her one last time and goes i don't care he goes i know it was me <laughs> i came back to finish the job <laughs> then he kills her with the pen uh we go back to walter's lab and he's like okay astrid set up the spectrograph and then walter forgot that astrid is also good at her job and she looks it over and she goes walter this isn't going to work. 
why don't you want this to work? So my first thought here was that um that Walter really wasn't like capable without Peter and that he had made a mistake and that this was going to be like uh oh he needs Peter just to like even do his normal stuff but I like this resolution better where it's like no he knows the numbers are wrong he's obviously trying to he's trying to make this fail and he yeah. goes into how about what if Peter doesn't forgive him what if Peter never forgives him like this way at least he doesn't get that like negative closure right yeah yep this this way there's still a chance yeah and then and hey, that's uh, why i never finished uh the uh sherlock because you know <laughs> there's a chance it could have been good yeah it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> but what if sherlock had another sibling that was like 50 bajillion times smarter than him god those Already, writers were uh, dumb I have issues with a lot of shit today. <laughs> Alrighty, on that note. Well, uh, Olivia shows up and is like, hey, Broyle squealed like the pig he is. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter's no, in... We're in Boston. Broyles, Broyles is a completely great guy and told me where Peter is because he's a good person who cares about your relationship, Walter. Let's go to Washington State and find him. Um, or we can all hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then. Yeah. Peter, we cut to Peter in the Northwest Passage, uh, roll credits motel, uh, puts on his headphones and listens to the mixtape that the dead girl made for him. And it's just her whispering in the headphones, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and then it ends with a, hey, you should get tested message as well. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best way to end that there. <laughs> Just a 10-second soundbite at the end, like, hey, by the way, I know you're listening to this the next day. You should probably go get tested. Don't worry about it. I'm legally required to ask you to do this. You almost certainly have syphilis. Uh, and then Thomas hey, drove... it was a good night, right? <laughs> then Thomas Jerome Newton shows up, points again at Peter, and is like, hey, don't go for your gun. And then Mr. Secretary walks in, and it's Walternet. Called shots, wow. called shots, and I fucking the, called it. The last line of the episode is, hello, son, as Walternet talks to Peter. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, the cipher for this episode is return, and the observer is behind the crime scene tape outside the cafe when Peter first meets Mathis. Man, oh boy, this previously is bad. Oh, this is I... not a. <laughs> just right, tell him. Guys, just tell I'm him straight scared. up. Yep. All right, David. I'm I'm sorry in advance. Um, so if you remember back to the last episode, you'll remember that that episode was really cool and was a great episode, and this should have no bearing on that at all. Um, <laughs> oh no! But <laughs> there's one point where um, Walter's playing Operation with Ella. And he messes up, and Ella goes, wow, you're such a fucking idiot. What the fuck, Walter? And this foreshadows how abusive Peter is to Mathis in the following episode. I would accept this. I would accept that. Ella just came back from her mom in Washington State. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a day or two to get the Washington out. Uh uh no instead it's hey look the operation it foreshadows these terrible medical procedures that happen in this episode that's fucking bullshit dude (laughs) that's why i like mine more i would have 
bullshit. I would have accepted <laughs> this one more if they were taking multiple body parts out of the person, like it was a game of operation. Yeah, this is nah, fucking hell. <laughs> there's there's definitely probably a legitimate one in there, but this Could is it not have it. Been like, hey, the singing corpses are similar to like the shapeshifters because they're abominations. <laughs> like uh, no it's just because ella's like also being abusive towards walter and like the whole like elder <laughs> abuse thing and it's fine uh, hey we don't joke about elder abuse on this show That's we joke fair. about every other kind of abuse though <laughs> we talk about abuse by elders not elders being abused walter oh, whipped ella <laughs> oh no <laughs> anyways oh, no. fun facts so there's an alternate ending to uh, this episode that is on the DVD features where uh, Mathis questions Peter about his faith with the FBI and sort of his investment with them. So I thought that was um, an interesting sort of alternate take that they decided to not do as well. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they wanted to play it up like Joshua Jackson was going to leave. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Although we're coming up on season yeah, finale this... and weird shit is happening, so. Yeah. I can see um, why that was shot. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, reviewers said they were getting twin peaky vibes from this episode as well, with it being sort of a more small town sort of crime situation, as well as clear sort of X-File references. Yeah, this this, oh, yeah. this was an X-File episode. Yeah. Which isn't the worst thing. Um because X-Files has some fun, like, Monster of the Week episodes, but... Yeah. This, yeah. this was an all right... Point? F- this... Yeah, this was a fun Fringe episode. Yeah. Um, Peter was also significantly nicer than we've made him out in this entire episode, and, like, oh. Joshua Jackson does a good job playing this uh, this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, audience. If you uh, haven't seen this episode, um, you definitely should, because... Uh, we swear Peter wasn't actually like this. He only backhands <laughs> Mathis like three times. <laughs> oh. I do want to keep this running joke going that Washington State <laughs> makes you a fucking horrible person for no reason. I'm, I'm cool with this. I'm also cool with this. <laughs> we just have to remember, that, hey, whoever is keeping track of that, can we add for my list of running jokes, Washington State makes you a psychopath? I don't know. I feel like I I feel like I got I got that one. I'll fight you on this. I've been to Seattle recently. <laughs> Fuck you too. Wait, how get, recently? Get out of there in that terrible state. <laughs> turns out turns out it's COVID that makes you crazy. Oh. I am not coronavirus positive, I swear. Unlike one of our friends. <laughs> hey, he can smell a taste again. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> All right, I guess that brings us to an end. Uh, Charlie, you're on outro. Yeah, thank oh, you for listening. Oh, wait, ratings. we forgot to we give ratings. Rate, we didn't rate it. Oh, thank you for listening to this episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. Wait, we didn't I, rate three it. Three and a half. <laughs> three and a half. It. Three and a half or four. <laughs> three and a half. Three and I, half give, I give this episode a four. It's a fun episode. It's a good episode. I enjoyed it. I, I, I think four, is, four feels right. This was just fun. Joshua Jackson uh, is really good for the entire episode. Like, he pulls the... He, he can carry an episode and this shows it. And then they sprinkle yep. like John Noble in there to act his ass off in like two and yeah. a half scenes. Just every scene John Noble's in, he's so good. Just... <laughs> Even when he phones he's it also... in on this show, it's still really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Because he's there's been a couple of times where he's phoned it in. But no, yeah. solid episode. But yeah, thank you for listening. Um, if you somehow stumbled upon this, uh, tell us how by leaving us a tweet at forsaf at twitter.com, I guess. I don't know why I said it like it's an email address, even though our actual email <laughs> is forsaf at gmail.com. Yay. <laughs> if you are... So By the way, that's four, that's four as an F-O-U-R, not the number four. Yeah, what Nick said. Um, if you want to force your friends to listen to this train wreck of an ending, because uh, I'm so tired and we need to record these earlier... <laughs> Uh, you could find us basically anywhere podcasts are found. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on your Alexa. You can tell your Google Home to play us through Spotify, through Google Music. I don't know if it does iTunes, because that seems like a conflict of company interest. Google won't associate with Apple. But that's uh, what Siri's for. Yeah, that is what Siri is. Tell Siri to play us. Do it. You won't. Yeah. She coward, won't be able to find coward. us. Fucking See if she can cowards. find us. See if she can find this podcast like the Ford Taurus can find you a route to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I tied it back in. I did it. Bada boom. <laughs> Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.